It's time for the Orlando Lions Den Podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. to Jason Kreis. He's finally out as Orlando City head coach. What do you guys think? It was about time? Yeah, I definitely think it was about time. We, we touched some of it um, on this the other day, but now that it's been a couple days since it's happened, uh, I feel great about it. And I'm excited for what's ahead. All right. Well, I'd like to welcome everybody. Cleon, welcome back, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Heck, glad to be back. Got right off the plane, jumped on. Saw a nice pride win. Hopefully, I, I, I'm back and I see another win this weekend. And tomorrow. Tomorrow's Open Cup. Eddie, how you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing good, man. Just, just you know, frantically refreshing everything to uh, OC-related to, to see what happens and see if uh, we're right and everything. Gotcha. Chris, what's happening? Hey. That's our guest, by the way. I'm glad. It's great to be here. Great to be here. Well, let's thank our sponsors real quick, and then you guys will know who Chris is. Uh, let's thank Casey Sports Bar. Who every Tuesday night is Taco Tuesday night here at the lovely Casey's Sports Bar in Heathrow, in the Heathrow Shopping Center in the Winn-Dixie uh, Plaza, and to Field Turf USA. I'll let you talk about that, Chris, because sure. you're the one in charge of that. Sure, no problem. So, uh, yeah, Field Turf, we were the originator of uh, Long Pile Infilled Artificial Turf, and uh, we've been doing it very well for many years now. We're in our 22nd year, if my math is correct. Five MLS stadiums, multiple NFL teams, lots of NCAA teams, and just trying to spread the, uh, the gospel. Uh, soccer's got a lot of myths against turf. And uh, so I'm, I'm here to try to dispel that. We have a, a product also called Tarket Grassmaster, which is widely used in Europe and is being used in the World Cup. What is it called? Tarket? It's called, yeah, it's called Tarket Grassmaster. Eddie, it's Tarket. I, I was just about to say. I was like, <laughs> I've been saying it wrong this whole time, huh? I was just about to what say. What I say? Like, <laughs> we are based in Paris, so uh, that, that accent, I guess, oh, is on the second yeah. half. Yeah. Mine's more of a northern French accent. Uh, He's just more of a Parisian <laughs> accent. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was just, uh, I, I'm just awed at the fact that you look at these pitches, right? Like, what are some of the matches? Chris, you said the French match. Yep, the French match on Sunday, the English yeah. match yesterday. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. So those, those all had your products, right? That, that French turf, the French grass looked, and that match, it looked, it looked great. And it turns out that it's a little bit of turf, and everybody's always freaking out about that. But it's good enough for the best clubs in the world, and the World Cup. Yeah, Barcelona, Man City, Man United, to name a few. Arsenal, don't forget. Oh, yeah, Arsenal, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, thanks for being a guest here tonight. Well, no, Alex. Great to be here. Alex, in the last minute, had a, uh, a thing to do with the family. So, of course, family comes first, and we understand that. So, uh, Chris, thank you for uh, showing up. My and, pleasure. Uh, we'll be all in Atlanta together um, on the 30th of June to the Atlanta United game. Can't uh, at, wait. At Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium. So we'll be showing our purple there. All right, guys, you guys, uh, let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the Orlando City world. And um, let's talk about Jason Kreiss 
And uh, Cleon, you weren't here for our, our special from Friday after uh, he got fired. Uh, I want to know your thoughts and uh, about the firing of Jason Christ. Yeah, I mean, I, I talking on and off of you guys. I I had been saying it. I said if he if he loses that Montreal game, he's up out of here. Mm-hmm. And sure, as like I said, it, I'm pretty sure he'll be out by the time that plane hits the ground. And I know they didn't announce it till Friday, but. They probably they probably fired him as soon as they hit the ground. I'm convinced he's the one that he got mad at. He's the one that tore the tire on that bus. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's not. There's no sources for that. Chris, uh, <laughs> you weren't on our podcast on Friday, but what do you think about the Jason Christ? Uh, you know, I, I think he's a class guy, but uh, just too many losses and too many excuses. I mean, as a fan, that's just what I saw. Gotcha. A lot of blame there. All right, so. I break the news on Friday about Scolari on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rumblings on the street on Saturday, I heard, was Kaka being the technical director. All of a sudden, it blew up. Taylor Twelman uh, tweets about uh, Scolari. And then uh, he starts tweeting. He tweeted today about uh, technical sporting director Kaka. Um, Jordan Culver from the Orlando Sentinel and ProSoccerUSA.com. Uh, I guess last night had a one-on-one conversation with Alex Leiton. Or this morning. Or, or this whatever. morning. Yeah. But supposedly I heard it was last night oh, that okay. he, he talked. And then Bobby Murphy was early this morning at 7.15 that he spoke to the media. Uh, Alex stating that they're still searching for a head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Kaká thing, he did talk to Kaká about it. Yeah. So... Uh, I, to me, is a bunch of fluff, that article. Mm-hmm. Um, now, all of a sudden, there's a presser on Saturday mm-hmm. at 6.30, right before the game. Uh, I want your thoughts on uh, what you guys think of um, what's going on. Um, the presser, I'm not sure what's – the time is so weird on that. I don't, I don't understand what's the point of I – don't, I don't understand why they're waiting till Saturday um, before the game to have that presser if that press is only going to be hey we fired jason <laughs> this is these are the steps we're going to take i mean the guy's been fired for it's it that, that'll be days. over a week at yeah. that point mm-hmm. so it's like you know um people waiting on the next news by then so i don't i don't understand what the i don't understand the um the timing of this presser if there's not going to be any real news coming out of it outside of the you know the usual pr type Hey, we're going to do this search, this out of work. And mind you, I don't buy that for a second. I'm pretty sure they know exactly who they're going to hire. They they're down. They got to be down to at least one or two people. Um, they probably only really have one or two people on that list. To be honest, um, I'm sure it's Flavio's list. Flavio slash Alex. They're normally on the same page. Um, a lot of people got issues, but I got no issue with that. He's the owner. Um, the front office needs to be on the same page. That's been a big problem with us. Um, Pretty much all throughout, like our entire MLS existence, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you can't fire the owner, so Flavio's the owner, so people need to get over that. He's the owner. Um, people need to get on his page. He's on the signs of checks. It's his club. People need to get on his page if he wants to run. You know, all Brazil, all Portugal, all whatever. That's his prerogative. Um, I don't understand why it was such a big deal in the first place. Mm-hmm. And we'll and, talk about that a little yeah. bit later. You know, I'm going to bring something up. Well, I'll save I'll save that for that then. Um, but it's like I was saying, um, I just hope they do it right this time. And um, I don't want to get 
too much into the conversation we're going to do later, but um, I just hope they do it right this time. And by right, I mean the way he wants. Because, like I said, it's his club. He can't, we can't fire him. He's going to be here. So he needs to be comfortable with the people working with him. They all need to be on the same page, and we need to get this thing right. So that's, that's pretty much my feelings on, on this entire situation. Now, I want to ask both of you guys, Chris and, and Cleon, this. So there's been a couple of critiques about uh, it, was, it was done too hastily. It was too quick. Oh. Right? Neither one of you think it was too quick, right? Heck no. no. What, no. the Jason Christ? Yeah, the Jason Christ firing. And, and the way I feel, and I tweeted this, that if the club acts quickly, right, then they're going to say, wow, they torpedoed, your word, Cleon, right, that they torpedoed Christ, didn't give him a, a yeah. fair shot. And then, um, and then some people will be like, wow, they're this decisive, they had a plan. If they wait long, they say, wow, they didn't have a plan, or, 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 um, or I'm glad they're being diligent. I mean, it's really hard for this front office uh, to win. We just need to be patient at this point. So well, what, do you, what do you guys think about, are you at ease? Um, let me ask you, Chris, are you at ease after today's uh, press conference that there's a press conference for a press conference? Or do you think the coach is going to be announced Saturday? You said or? the press conference three times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's what it felt like, right? Right. Well, I mean, you you got to hope or think that they had somebody in mind mm-hmm. maybe four to five losses in. Mm-hmm. You would hope to think that. Mm-hmm. And and that person is already waiting in the wings. But that that's what you don't know. But you would hope that that was kind of the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I got some more uh, rumblings on the street. Mm-hmm. When I say rumblings on the street, you guys hopefully know what it means already. Mm-hmm. Uh, rumblings on the street has been that Scolari has been talked about last year mm-hmm. uh close to the end of the season last year uh Scolari's name has been already um mentioned to be a head coach and possibly be for Orlando City and working with Orlando City as a head coach so the Scolari thing has been around since last year yeah the, this the isn't a new thing. so it's not a new thing and this is the word on the street mm-hmm. uh and the word on the street is that Scolari has been around, the rumblings of his name has been around since last year. Yeah, and at last year, Scolari was still with Evergrande, uh, Shengsha, whatever. From China, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then now he's not, and he refused another job, so now technically he's, he's available. That's a whole different, a different dynamic. And Christ was, by all accounts, on the hot seat a lot sooner than he made that nice six-game run. Correct. Right? And, so. and that that was already, he that was on the hot seat yeah. uh, early this year. Yeah, everybody so. was thinking when, when Leita was showing up and all this stuff was happening, board meetings that we had heard from, from from our friends on Twitter too. These things were were real. These were happening. They, they People are thinking this is a rash or we're the Browns or we're firing people too quickly. This is how football is. This is how soccer is. And Leita said it today that, that if you think I'm going, um, that, you know, no one's ever going to accuse me of not acting. If I think it's in the best interest of the club, I'm going to act. So I actually respect that. I'm, I'm good with that. What do you think, Leon? I'm, I'm completely fine with that. Um, like I said, I've said before, I'm a lifelong Magic fan. <laughs> that's been a huge me issue too. with me. <laughs> as far as That's been a huge issue with me as far as them just sitting back and letting the same crap happen over and over again. Like, I don't have, I don't have time for that. I'm getting old, man. Yeah. I don't have time to be sitting around <laughs> waiting five well, years, six Bianchi years. was saying that them acting like this is making them be like the Magic. No. no, no this is totally ridiculous. different than what basketball is, you know. And they're not, like we said, listen, I, I'm going to bring it out now. And now that you mentioned, you know, Bianchi saying that. No, they tried to improve this team, okay? Uh, they tried to improve it two years ago. 
uh, with Carnero, bringing in Carnero. That's where Flavio was bringing in the Brazil-Portugal connection, okay? Mm-hmm. The fans didn't like it. Yeah. The media didn't like it, okay? The media made big stink about it. The guy doesn't speak English. Well, let me tell you something. The guy does speak English, okay? It's not as perfect. You have some coaches that go to other countries that don't speak their language either, mm-hmm. okay? But they know how to figure out. Do you guys think Scolari speaks Chinese? No. Uh, I don't think so. No, he doesn't. Eddie, how's your Spanish? <laughs> yeah, well, my Spanish is okay. How's your I Portuguese? Can get by. You still probably no. could coach. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> going to that is, you know, he spoke enough English. Uh-huh. We have translators. That's what translators are for. Mourinho was one for Bobby Robinson. And, and in that case, and he knows a guy who has a translating company. His name is Flavio. His name is Flavio. <laughs> exactly. So there you go. So Mourinho was a translator in Barcelona and in Sporting Lisbon for Bobby Robinson. And Luis so, Van Gaal, right? And Luis Van Gaal. There you go. So I don't care. The problem is the media started putting this. And when I say media, I, I'm talking about one person Let's in general. Not. Everybody knows who that person is. Okay. Started, uh, I'm not going to mention names. I know. We all know who it is. We know who it is. We know who it is. Okay, started going and started harassing, started saying things that, that this guy doesn't speak English. Does. Well, let me tell you something. In 2016, MLS All-Star Game, okay, this media guy, instead of introducing himself the correct way and instead of asking questions, okay, should have presented himself a little bit better. Okay, don't go up to a guy and think you're cocky and you're the best uh, – sports writer in Orlando for Orlando City and start asking questions, okay? First of all, the guy wasn't even ready to, he wasn't even announced yet or anything, but his attitude. So I had a meeting with Carnero, okay, at Duffy Sports Bar in Lake Mary in Heathrow, okay? I had Carnero call me because the fans are trolling him. The fans were doing everything, talking bad about him, talking he needs to get out of here. He doesn't know. Well, let me tell you something. He does know. And he wasn't going to fire Heath. That was Paul McDonough. He, he wasn't, you said? He was not going to fire Heath. He was going to let Heath fire himself. Okay? And he would have let Heath control the team, do what he wanted. Okay? And he would let Heath just shorten that little, you know, the he was, rope. He was given him enough rope to... He was giving him enough himself. rope to do his job. His main concern was one thing, and one thing only, was the academy. Mm-hmm. He wanted the academy... To first of all, he says Seminole over there. Lake Sylvan was a piece of junk. Okay, now now you see where the Lake Nonic thing came from. Mm-hmm. He wanted sports science. Mm-hmm. Okay, we didn't have sports science at that time. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he comes in. His two months in. All of a sudden, now you see guys with those vests uh, and everything. The, the, the brandy yeah, chastains. The, the brandy chastains. Everything. Sports science. He wanted that. He wanted a new facility for the academy. So he can build soccer players, and guess what? Sell them, okay? Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't know what he's done, mm-hmm. well, that's the problem. We're not educated. Not, not we, but the Orlando City fans are not educated. They instead like to troll and talk bad, but educate yourselves before you talk. Let me tell you something. What Carnero has done, he was in charge of Benfica's academy, and he was in charge of player development at Benfica. So let me tell you how much Benfica won since 2011. Okay? They have gotten 234 million pounds in selling players that Cardero did. Okay? So I'm going to name some. Ronnie Lopes, uh, Manchester City, sold him at 16. Uh, Ivan Cavallero, 
2014 at 22 to Monaco. Bernardo Silva, Manchester City, uh, at 19 at, in 2014. Drum Cancelo, Valencia, at 20 years old for 15 million. Uh, he got Andre Gomez in 2015 at 21 to Valencia. Renato Sanchez to Bayern Munich uh, at the age of 18. Um, then he got Nelson Oliveira, Gonzalo Guedes, and the list goes on. Nelson Smodu, who's now at Barcelona, the right back. Uh, Victor Lindenoff, who's at Manchester United. Andre Orta, who's now at LAFC. Yeah. John Oblak from Atletico. Uh, Atletico, John Oblak. Um, and then João Carvalho, who just signed with Nottingham Forest, uh, who's one of the still from the academies of Benfica. So 234 million pounds that Carnero got Benfica. Wouldn't that be nice here in Orlando mm -hmm. with an academy mm -hmm. and having those players? Mm -hmm. Our academy now is a, it's a joke, okay? And that's because Flavio saw that, and he wanted to improve the team. The fans went on to Twitter, mm -hmm. trolled the heck out of me, Trolled the heck out of Flavio, went to Orlando City headquarters. There were 10 people that good old, the sports person that I'm talking about, kept mm -hmm. on promoting them to do. Yeah. Go to the, uh, we don't want Carnero, we don't want Carnero. Yeah, we want to well, keep our club. We want to keep our club. Well, let me tell you something. He was trying to improve. What has, he, what has happened? Heath was horrible. Jason Christ hasn't done crap. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Our academy is a piece of junk. Mm -hmm. FKK is now basically sending more kids to college than Orlando City is. Wow. Okay? And guess what? The other thing, now we're sending everybody to Mount Verde. Flavio is finally saying, I'm stopping this right now. The buck stops here. All right? I don't give a damn anymore. It's Brazilian. It's Portuguese. It's whatever. I'm going to be in charge here. Alex, so are you. We're going to do this the right way now. We gave it too much. And I think the fans, they, and I understand the fans. They want to be part of it. Yeah. They want to be part of it, but it gets to an extent, you know, shut up. And then it, the media needs to shut up, too. There's media right now talking Jason Christ should have been fired. Christian Brewery from Channel 9. Yeah. You know, oh, we should have given him more time. We should have done this. We should. No. Guess what? Learn soccer. And, Christian, I know you know soccer because you play it. Mm -hmm. All right? So guess what? Learn the game. Learn understand the culture of it. And I bet you anything. We're basically two, three years behind right now. And I'll bet you if Scolari does come, it's going to improve. It's going to get better. And if the technical director thing, the rumblings that I'm hearing about Kaká, come true also, this team is finally going on the right track. Now you guys can have your input. Yeah, I wanted to just say in regards to like the, the fans, there's obviously fans that are just, just troll. Uh, there's someone trolling us today. It's first tweet in six months, right? And then there, there's some fans that have passion and then that, that – that drives them. We all have passionate tweets that we, we regret, all that. Not that all the fans uh, aren't educated. That's not what you meant, JJ. I, no, I, I didn't. Know. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, but what happened then is is that the club had a personal connection, right, in a small level, in a unique way, and then that was that was being changed, right? And then people t it took it personally, and a lot of people have expressed regret about that, right? So, no, my, so with and you're my, right, with people yeah. re regretting, because I posted on Twitter, yeah, and, my and, handle, and, and, and yeah. people are like, you know something? You probably were right. Yeah, but, and, but this is the thing, too. Like, it, it probably could have been handled better. They should have done a press conference with Carnero. That and could have explained what the vision was and things like that. I do think they, they I don't know if we disagree on that. Um, they should have explained what the tradition was. But what I take away from that is, 
that if that was Flavio and that was taken over, then that was good. We should have had this happen before. That that Rollins and Heath, when they were in charge of of MLS, they made some questionable signings and decisions. Remember, they were both playing GM for a little bit, things like that. So my my takeaway from this is that we haven't done it fully, Flavio and Alex's way yet, right? So let's see what they can do. Let's hold our breath a little bit. Let's be patient and let's see what comes out of this. There would have been no Jason Christ probably if we would have had Carnero in the first place. No. Right, so we would have had it. The academy is in flux. Like right now, they're keeping Bobby Murphy on staff, right? Uh, as an interim, he's doing the academy. The academy played today in one. They they have some parts that are doing well, but overall, there's a lot of discouragement from a lot of people to having to go to Mount Verde, right? And they've lost some players, and, p- and parents have been upset. And then the academy seems a little bit directionless right now, right? These are things that we fell behind and we got stuck in the mud because we didn't make that Carnero move. So we, we have to we have to we have to you know we have to accelerate this a little bit and that's what somebody like a Scalari or someone can do is accelerate the process and let's give Flavio and Alex a chance to put in force their vision because we've seen everybody else's vision so far when they've acquiesced to Phil Rollins and other people and look what it's gotten us. So I say let's give Flavio a chance. Cleon? And by the way, Cleon Knows this whole story <laughs> since day one, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, why do you think, like, well, I mean, tying into to Bobby Murphy, what you're asking about, like, what's their whole, like, what's, why did he keep in Bobby Murphy so much? You know, what do you think about this transition? Do you want to coach quickly? Or? I think the, um, Bobby Murphy is, is um, like I said, he's, I don't think he's really a coach. Not that I'm not saying he can't coach, but, I mean, I don't think he was brought here to coach. Yeah. Like, he was actually hired as, what, the academy director or something yeah. like that. Yeah. With Paul um, You know, which is, like you said, it's kind of in flux. We don't know what we're doing. We're, you know, we're, we're, we are building, we are building Lake Lona. We're not. Then today, Alex says we're building it this, um, this year. We'll see. Um, so, Bobby Murphy, um, I think he's here for other reasons other than, you know, I don't think he's there as an assistant coach. Um, so that's why that's why he's here to me. Because if you get rid of him, you're, you're having to get rid of a – you're having to hire a whole new academy director too. That's a good point. Now, Bobby was hired for the academy in part, and then he was hired in between Heath and Christ. Like he was with Christ – I mean with Heath, and he, he was going to go with Heath. Heath told him to stay. And so on. I think I think actually Christ expanded his role to this assistant part. You know, he seems to he was a high school coach and academies and uh, places like that before. That seems to be where he um, where his heart is, so to speak. So I think if they do keep him, he probably goes back to that role and and drops you know the assistant coach function. And I've been to practices before a little bit, and he runs a lot of the practices. So he was very he had a very big hand in what this team has been, which is why I think. They're they're going to have him, you know, be interim for now because he knows the players and knows the system and whatnot. And don't be surprised if you see Pierre de Silva starting to play a little bit more. Yeah, I don't you know. know? Um, that that and um, Bobby, people. Uh, Bobby's been around a long time, man. Yeah. He's been around since Austin. Yeah, which is but what a lot of people don't. Came back, right? No, he never left. What happened was he was he was um, he was helping out with Austin when when we were still in Austin. But when we made the move, he stayed because he was head of uh, Stephen F. 
something. It was like a school. It's like Stephen a soccer school academy type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like really highly regarded and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he stayed behind for that. So when we moved from Austin to Orlando, he didn't come with. Um, later on, I, I don't know if something happened to the school or whatever happened, but um, later on down the line, he joined us. Yeah, well, he rejoined us, I guess you can say. Oh, okay. So him and um, him and Alex and Flavio, I mean, they they've had a long-standing relationship for a very long time. Um, he he's been like I said, he's been around as long as anyone's been around. So Alex said today um, in that um, cover interview that they they just they have a really high trust with with him and. You could try to read. A lot of people trying to read, read into words too much, I think, um, with those interviews, trying to piece every single word together. Um, like, you could look at that and say, what's that mean? You don't trust everyone else. What do you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you not trust Heath? We're, we're did you not trust that, Jason? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that, I mean, that's, those, those are the things that happen when you're, when you're, when you're, when your only source for media for this sport is only one or two people. No one's really covering. No one's asking really hard questions. I mean, I think that's what that's what happens with fans. The fans just start, you know, trying to find their own answers and questions. Yeah, sure. So we start digging. We start digging a little too hard sometimes, and sometimes we just need to chill out. Yeah. And uh, Chris, you you guys were were booked to do the one of the turf fields for Lake Nona, right? Have uh, you yeah. heard anything about this? Yeah. Or? Everything I've heard is that the project's on hold. Uh, yeah. We know the landscape architect really well who's in charge of it. Works in the same building as the Orlando City offices. And as of last week, he said the project's on hold still, indefinitely. Wow. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Right there. It's on hold, indefinitely. Yeah. Now, now we've got, so we, we all think that they're going to announce the coach this week, right? The Saturday? I don't think so. You don't, don't think, think so. you don't think they're going to announce? The, they don't think they'll make the announcement on Saturday. No, they're just going to. They're going to listen, like you said. I mean, like, why do you have a press conference just to say there's another? Like, hold on, hold on. Didn't you on. just say if Carnero they would have done press conferences and everything? They're yeah. keeping you informed of what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're going to basically well, that's what say they did today. Yeah, and that they're going to say the same thing. Listen, we're cutting down our down to two, three guys. That's yeah, and. and uh, we're hopefully within the next week, we should have. Yeah, Flavio's in Russia. Yeah. Why is Flavio in Russia? He's closing the deal, man. He's closing the deal. Where's Scolari? In Russia. He's in Russia. So yeah. he's, he's closing the deal. And you're not now, if he closes the deal this week, mm-hmm. today, tomorrow, and they fly back, then they'll announce it. I just thought I, it must have been the rumblings that you started, um, you know, the social media things. Because Culver asked the questions that you mentioned. It was basically asking what you tweeted. So I think today they're good. Like, Maybe he needs to look at my tweets a little bit more and they, ask those questions. Yeah, yeah. But what, what, uh, um, what Jordan's doing a good job. He's the one doing a good job, the only one, I think. But um, the, he, uh, I think they just wanted to address the fans somewhat and not have us sit around on Saturday. Because as Cleon says, everybody's parsing every little letter and every little word to try to find some meaning in something, hey, you know? it's a great marketing scheme, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. 6.30 Saturday before the Montreal game. Hey, everybody come early. We'll have a nice press conference. That's right. So we know Bobby is going to coach tomorrow and Saturday. Last time Bobby coached, we saw some interesting lineups and stuff like that. What do you guys think about our, our chances tomorrow and Saturday? Um, tomorrow we're definitely should win against D.C. United. I think uh, the, you know, Sutter will be back. I think Scott's going to be back. He'll be playing. Um... And uh, you'll see Sasha. You'll, I, I think Miriam's going to be on the bench. I think Miriam will be on the bench. Um, I think Bobby's smart enough that he sees that Miriam's not playing good. Mm-hmm. 
and he'll bench him. Um, and you might see you might see Cam Lindley. To be honest, you got these players. You're traded for them. What are you doing with them? Just keeping them in, in practicing? You got to start using these players. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Cam Lindley. And you, you started seeing Jose Villarreal start playing. Cleon, what do I would you think? be I would be a little surprised because I think I think who you'll see is you'll see you know the guys that are suspended anyway, um, like Higita. He's suspended, right? But that, yeah, but Higita suspended. Cup, right? That doesn't translate to the open. Exactly. Cup, that's yeah. why you want to start. That's oh, why you yeah, start yeah, yeah, exactly. ninety. I'm sorry, I misheard. You. Um, you got you got Higita. You and got Mo. you got Mo. Neither one of them can play. Um, On so I, I would expect I would expect you to I would expect them to start go the full ninety, all out because I mean they're going to be out for a little bit anyway. Yeah, exactly. What do you think, Chris? You were at the last Open Cup match. Yeah, with the last Open Cup match. And, um, you know, they, there was a lot of intensity. I mean, the squad was a bit split, you know, in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. A lot of intensity. They were going after it. Uh, interesting, you know, on a, on a very uh, suspect surface down there. Um, <laughs> not the safest surface. I actually met Bobby Murphy that night just in passing. Yeah. And uh, big concern, you know, from a team safety standpoint. And uh, but they were playing hard, so I I would see it probably similar against DC United. Do you think we had a pretty strong lineup that 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 day? Do you think we go stronger? Because I personally am, am with with Cleon here. I, I think all those suspended guys play full ninety, and we played pretty full squad against an MPSL team. We're playing a uh, an MLS team. We're trying to make a cup run. Why wouldn't how, we? How play? strong can you go? Because remember, you have to have people with U.S. Uh, what is it? The U.S. green cards and. Pretty much you, everybody has one now, though. Do, does everybody have one? Pretty then, much. Then I guess we can go with everybody. Yeah, like except Josue. I don't think Josue, right? Well, so yeah, played but he, was, he, he played the last Open Cup, so, so he's already okay. tied in now. All right. So I guess. So. How much of you think it's redeeming themselves? Like they have something to play That's for. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, I mean, they've, they've got, hey, we got our pride. We can go far in that cup, and uh, we get something out of the season. Yeah. And we go to the CONCACAF and last year, Champions League. Yeah, last year Flavio was upset when we and Alex were upset when we got knocked out of the 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 Open Cup. And, uh, you know, some of this is on the players. Yeah, Christ should, needed to go, but players weren't playing hard. They were they were making mistakes. So they, they, they have to have some sense of pride too, right, Chris? Yep, absolutely. Oh. So we uh, we got a couple of their players. We got a what? From Miami FC. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Join them. All right, yeah. let's uh, – t- so if Scolari doesn't show up, here's some other candidates mm-hmm. that have been talked about. Um, and, uh, Dunga, the Brazilian, uh, World Cup, uh, also uh, Brazilian's national team. Caleb Porter, uh, the Portland Timbers old head coach. And then we have Carlos Queiroz, who is the uh, Iranian head coach right now for the World Cup, um, who's also been talked about, who's has MLS experience. He coached with the Metro Stars. He was under Sir Alex Ferguson, and uh, he basically coached also Portugal, and um, he also coached Ronaldo and uh, in Kaká, actually, in Real Madrid. So there's connections there. So, Cleon, out of those three, anything uh, impress you? Or who do you think could be a good coach for Orlando City? Um. If you can get Scalar, you absolutely you have to go for that. Um, that's that's number one option. I know he's not going to be long term. He's he's up there in age at this point. But I mean, you you already built your team to win. Now you need to get a coach that's ready to come in and do some work with those guys right now. Um, so I mean, I would I would go Scalari. I would. Uh, 
Dunga, the only thing with Dunga, his his club, his he doesn't have much club uh, experience outside of Brazil. I mean, uh, international with Brazil. Um, it looks a little sketchy from what I've seen. Um, key, key, how do you say his name? Kiroz. Kiroz. Yeah. Um, I thought I actually thought it was a different Kiroz. I thought it was uh, who, the Argentinian. Who was the, other one? the Argentinian. No. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was the Argentinian. No. Um, who is terrible. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> he was terrible. So I was like, why the heck would they even be looking at this guy? I couldn't understand it at all. Um, but this Carlos, he, he looks he looks good. So I would I would put him probably at number two. Right. I'd probably, I'd probably put him at number two. Um, Porter, <laughs> it's kind of meh. Yeah. Yeah, meh. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Christ. Yeah, 2.0. Up, right a little bit. <laughs> Eddie. Jason Christ, two and a half. What I think, uh, I want Scalari. Um, I was uh, Chris, our buddy Chris Apollo Kid online, talked about this isn't a, we don't need to rebuild, we just need a revision. We just need to change things up, put, give a new vision to the team. I thought that was a perfect phrase for this. We have the players. We, we, don't, we don't, and frankly, look, the way we spent on Merrim and Tam Cam and all that stuff, we don't have that much flexibility. We have to win with this roster right now. And uh, the fact that he is a national team coach and he, he, you don't have a lot of time. Um, to, to with the players, and you, you have to make an impact. I think that's actually an asset for us right now. So I think Big Phil will be great. It's a big name. It helps with recruiting. We could establish a, um, a whatever, a follow-up plan for him. But uh, we need to win now, and um, I, 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 hope, I hope that's our choice. And anything that Big Phil uh, touches usually turns into gold. I mean, Brazil, yeah. you know, World Cup mm-hmm. in China, won three championships. Yeah. Portugal makes it to the final of the European Cup. Yeah. You know? He won the uh, Asian Cup, too, I think. They, they yeah, he the Asian Cup three yeah. times. Or three times. So, so basically, three anything times, he touches, yeah. it's been. Well, well it, people are pointing out the Chelsea hiccup and uh, the, the World Cup's beating by Germany, but people are like, why should we consider him? Do you, you, mm-hmm. Like, the way I, when I say it out loud, I'm like, we're considering because he was a coach in the World Cup. So a lot of things. Something, we else, Christ. something else that somebody doesn't, that people don't know. Yeah. He turned down a big contract. Uh, last week, last week, two weeks ago, with Sporting Lisbon. And when I mean a big contract, I'm talking about basically being one of the highest paid coaches for about a two-year, three-year contract um, after George Jesus left to Ali Alai in, uh, in uh, Saudi Arabia. So basically uh, makes me, that's the reason why you're turning down a big contract at Sporting Lisbon, which is, going to go to the Champions League or the Europa League, okay? And why did you turn it down? There has to be something else that you're planning on doing. And this is the perfect MLS, you know? Bring him here. You got your Tatas. You see your Vieira just left to France. Who comes in? Pep Guardiola's second man in charge. Who could have gone to any other team in Europe, right? Comes here. Bob Bradley. You know, U.S. national team coached Egypt also. He's at LAFC. You're starting to see named coaches coming to MLS. And we have Flavio that I think has the money to pay this coach for two, three years. And then do what he has to do afterwards. And whoever the undermined is, is Chris. Yeah, I, I vote Big Phil. I mean, he's, he's at that time of life. you got to make it happen. The team's in a place to make it happen. Go big. Do it. Make it happen. I think it's a great choice. Are you? What do you think about the the other guys, Porter and those guys? Are you? Those excite you at all? Not not too much. No. Yeah. No. Not not as much. I think I think 
with Phil, you've got a name, you've got a draw, yeah, you've got quality, um, and as JJ was saying, the MLS, I mean, things are happening. It's growing. It, it, there's excitement, and uh, it's it's trending upwards for yeah. sure. And especially now with the World Cup coming in 2026, yeah. you need to start bringing some of these stars over. You know, you need to make it so the MLS starts becoming big. You know, so basically. We, we have to bring these names in. We have to do all this stuff in. And we have to do it to get it all, you know, especially with the World Cup, going in the way it is. Uh, I agree. Uh, Cleon, you have anything? or? No, my wife walked in and threw me off. <laughs> oh. Hi, I didn't know that was your wife. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? So, so basically, I mean, that's, I think MLS is starting to grow, and we're starting to see that in coaches. Yeah. We're starting to see the players coming in, you know, Miguel Amorin, Josue Coleman. You know, now you got Andre Huerta, who you guys are going to be loving him in LAFC, by the way. if you're I'm not going to be loving him. You're not going to be loving him. jealous. That's what I'm that be. LAFC, and that's, uh, and that's connection that we go back to. To Carniero. And the reason why Andre Huerta is at LAFC is because Marcos dos Santos, the assistant coach. Portuguese, yeah. played in the Portuguese league, yeah. and is grabbing these players. That's the point. It's the connection, the network you get from all of this. Yeah. Well, you get someone like Big Phil, and you start your the, your tentacles or whatever start reaching farther and farther, you get more credibility, you know, especially if you bring guys like like uh, Big Phil can bring Kaka and other pe- players like that on the fold. It's a lot more attractive. Be like, hey, do you want to play under C.J. Miles and Jason Christ? <laughs> no offense. Oh, oh my not God. at all. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, who, man? Oh, man? You're some like Paraguayan 19 year old. You're like, what? I mean, we we got a Paraguayan 19 year old, but I'm saying if you're you know like other people like Miguel Moron and people like that said they wanted to come play for Tata, right? Correct. They they they, they thought it could jumpstart. This league's gonna grow when people think it'll could jumpstart. And that's why Joseph Europe, Martinez, right? And a coach like like um. Like, like, Phil can, can yeah. help make that happen. And that's why Joseph Martinez is being talked. Miguel Almarine's being talked in Europe, you know. And guess what? They're going to get the big bucks for them. And like I said, you know, under Carnero, you saw what Benfica was able to accomplish with money-wise, which would have been perfect here for Orlando City. And that's where I think the fans need to understand, you know, the soccer culture. You know, we basically... Our academies is to build players to play for us, and then guess what? To sell them to make the big money, and that's what they do. And that's how you grow, and, and that's how you grow, and that's how you make great players. All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, um, the game on Saturday. Uh, Montreal, uh, we lost to them at home in Montreal. Oh, which is, it was uh, it was disgusting. Yes, yeah. I know that bell was ringing way too much. It was driving me nuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what that. Yeah, so true. annoying. Yeah, yeah, that's thinking Bell when they So now that now with Bobby Murphy going to be at the helm, of course. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about the U.S. Open probably changing in the starting lineups. Uh-huh. What are your thoughts and ideas of uh, for Saturday's game, Chris? Well, Montreal, the team we should beat. There's no doubt we about should. that. We should. We should beat them. Um, record-wise, they're near the bottom, and uh, I, I hope we come out with a lot more energy. Uh, a lot more life. I hope that I hope the the attitude is very positive. You know, I, I think with coach going uh, now a new direction and some new energy and it's positive. It's uplifting. I hope the supporters are out. I hope we're uh, we're hungry and we play hungry. Yeah, that's awesome, Eddie. Yeah, I, I well Chris said and we just that's perfect. I hope all of that that comes true. I'm a little bit anxious about Bobby Murphy personally. He hasn't really coached at a high level except for those interim games. Um, he had some funky lineups. Do you remember he's the one that had Darwin Serwin starting at right wing mm-hmm. for that match, you know? So 
Uh, I don't know what what he does. You know, I, I don't really care that much in the sense that I don't see him making it past that second game, you know, or the Montreal game. After that, I think we get the replacement soon thereafter. But I just hope he goes all in and uh, make sure that we, we win on on Saturday and just reboot this, this season and just go, you know, get it trending upward. A lot of, to me, a lot of times when um, you have a team like ours where the talent is there mm-hmm. and just something's off, um, a lot of times just making the change is all it takes. Right. Um, a lot of times you see that like even in like EPL where a team's, you know, in a relegation zone or something and they're a team that really shouldn't be there. Um, they have the talent. They shouldn't be that low. They make a change. Nothing really. They'll go throw the same lineup out there and they'll just – tear off for the rest of the season that's true um i I don't think i honestly i don't think bobby should try to do too much in his little two games i'm positive he won't be coaching uh a third Uh, i'm pretty sure they'll have everything lined up ready to go Mm -hmm. um bright and early at the week um the week after this montreal game so bobby to me he just um as bad as it sounds uh, he he probably should just roll out pretty much what we've been rolling out um because we we shouldn't have been losing these games. No, you're right. Not you're right. not not with the players we have. So I mean, I don't think he needs to reinvent the wheel. Maybe even Merrim, even Merrim. I mean, I would. I mean, if he's still playing crap, I would sub him off early. But I would throw him under. under you know, under. I, nobody knows what's been going on with. Um, something's obviously been up, um, with this team and whether it's with the team in the locker room, whether it's the coaches, whether it's whatever. Um, I would throw him out there, see what happens. Feet. I mean, he might be. He might have a fire lit up under him too. Um, maybe if there's a couple things tactically that need to change. Um, I know Higita won't be there, but um, there was actually an issue. What I felt was an issue. This before I've been gone for a while. So, but um, and it's coming to fruition now. Higita went and he started scoring goals, and I was like, I don't know if that's good. Our center of defense image. Yeah, yeah. remember Miguel no, said not, that too. Not because, yeah. not because it's him that's scoring. Yeah. But when you start having that type of success in something you're not really supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. it throws you out of what, you're really, what your actual job is. Yeah. And when he started playing well is when we sat him. We sat him deep. Mm-hmm. Stay there. Yeah. Stay there, protect. Because Yoshi was the one going up, right? Exactly. And what happened with Christ um, – I'm assuming it was well. It, yeah, that's actually him. No, yeah, Christ um, said last year that he wanted him attacking. Well, right. I'm talking about this. I'm talking about this year. Yeah, going from going from what what was successful with yeah. a player like Higita, mm-hmm. and we are sitting him deep and just letting him stay there. And Yoshi was roaming. Yeah. Um. Once, once uh, Higita was he scored a couple of goals, and which was an issue of mine with Christ was he's the type that it's if something works with something he just sticks with it and that's it. Just like how he was so stuck on that diamond. Right, because that's what he won with an RSL. Mm-hmm. Refused to come out of it. Yeah. Um, once he finally came out of it and had a little success with it, then it didn't matter who was out the lineup. It didn't matter who was whatever. He was still going to roll that same formation out there. He was still going to try to, um, which isn't necessarily bad to run in the same formation out there. But even like with with uh, when Dom got injured, and then we went to, had to put Pino up top. Pino's a striker. He scores goals. He knows how to play up there. But we had him trying to play the exact same way as Dom plays, mm-hmm. which that's not Pino. They, they're totally different types of players. But um, 
I feel he gets too pigeonholed. Christ gets too when he feels success, he gets he got too pigeonholed into what was working and refused to come out of it or or adapt. Um, so an issue I had even before it started coming to fruition, um, when he started scoring these goals, I was like, oh man, now he's probably now he's gonna start roaming up more. He's gonna do this that or whatever. And I thought Higuita would do that himself, um, but the coach. Christ, he he actually moved him. Like when we were like, okay, Yoshi's gone now, and we talked about it before. Well, oh, it was, oh, we just put Yuri there, mm-hmm. right? We just put Yuri, thinking Yuri would slide in for Yoshi, but because Higita was scoring goals, he swapped that and put Yoshi down there and let Higita go roaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. which all of a sudden now you got wild Higita back <laughs> that's not disciplined mm-hmm. and running all over the place instead of just look, this is your job, stay there. Yeah, and you saw that with the turnover that led to the second goal after it was his yeah. fault for the first goal, where he he was high up, yeah, right, and lost too it much. because he has to be asked to dribble when he's normally good deep in a one little pass to get out of trouble, right? Yeah, I mean that pass was that pass was low key kind of crap too. Though. Yeah, no, it was no. But what I mean is getting, that yeah. in that situation where you're higher up, you have more defenders, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to you have to you try to dribble around, you know, yes. you try to dribble out of trouble. Normally he, he he'll take it and just just pass it on to someone like Yuri or Yoshi yes. to move it forward. And yeah. Yuri and yeah, Yuri was was sitting back, and Yuri doesn't have the range that he no, does he, or the speed. He's not as good of a ball winner. Yuri is a better metronome and a passer mm-hmm. than Igita. So it, it missed up our shape, and then you got Schuler stepping up, and then, then these guys just flying by them. Yeah, and it was ruined like, our shape and get a bunch of space everywhere. But, I mean, things like that, those are things, even if you didn't see it ahead of time, yeah. like you should have, like, oh, Higita's scoring goals now. I, I, I might want to talk to him, reel him in. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Even if you don't even see that ahead in, of time. Even in the match, like, right? You'd be like, hey, hey, yeah. Higita, just sit back a little bit. But you know, you know, when once you sw- but to swap them yourself as the coach to swap them yourself and oh and and put Higita in the in the more Yoshi role of the two, it's it was irresponsible to me, irresponsible. and it's like it's it's I don't know it's just reckless. Like you 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 need to you need to understand your players. You need to understand what players are good at and put them in positions to succeed. And I didn't see that with Pino. Um, I didn't see that with. Higito once Yoshi went out. Um, Pino, they put him in, and they, they were asking him to do things that that's it, he just doesn't do or doesn't do well. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need to adjust. You need to adjust the way we play, um, whether that's something as drastic as changing the shape or something as drastic as just changing their duties within that same shape. Yeah. Well, I think that's a, that's a great point. You could add Merrim as a second striker, as another person in a non-comfortable position, you know? And then what, 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 and I, I think these are the things that, that you could lose a team on, mm-hmm. right? Stuff like that when you're changing roles and they're not explained, stuff like that, right? Because now you look exposed as a player, you look like you're out of position, and it's because the, the tactics are wrong. And then you get Pino, they, they, they trot him out there to play like Dom, and like you said, he's not Dom. And then they say, Pino, we trust him, we believe in him, he's practicing, he's not Dom. Like he, Christ admits he's not Dom, he plays differently, and he's working on stuff. And then they never start him back at forward again. Yeah. So how do you, how do you, how do you give a guy confidence he don't. like that, right? Yeah, yeah, now, right? Now we're trying Jose Coleman at night. Everybody's sitting back because we have no threat in the box. These are little things where, where you're just, you're desperate probably, and just, just almost seems like you're winging it. And then I think 
you know, Chris and Cleon are onto something. Just having a coach to be positive and be like, be more free and just, just fit in these roles and be yourself, that might make all the difference because we have good players. I would start Merrim this week. I wouldn't start him against the Open Cup because PC played good last game and give Merrim give nice and fresh for Saturday. And um, other than that, I'd probably run out a pretty, pretty strong lineup. But, yeah, you're right. I'd expect to see our usual, you know, our usual starting lineup. We have enough players to, to, to make a good playoff run, and we don't need a whole bunch of changes. We just need clarity and positivity, I think, and hope. All right, real quick, uh, you were mentioning about Cleon, about, you know, uh, the players. They come, they'll come out. They'll probably play, you know, their hearts out. You know, usually you see that when the coaches change. I want to know what you guys think. Spectre talked today a little bit, and then Amro Tarek was the only one on Twitter, basically, uh, saying, you know, hey, thank you, Jason, for the opportunity. You're the one that brought me here and everything. Oh, Will did too now. Oh, Will did? I didn't of course see Will that. Did. I didn't see oh, did he did? Yeah. Yeah. We'll have an article saying that. I told them to not do all these things to be in better position, not make dumb fouls, and then they're out of position, make dumb fouls. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was out of position. He's running around like a chicken fight his head. That's what you know, so, what he said on Twitter, then, which is so right. A couple of things <laughs> that I saw, and Dom Dwyer. Yeah. Has Sutter's a, healthy all of a sudden. Sutter's healthy. Dom Dwyer's tweet, fire, soccer ball. And then uh, what was the oh, other one? one? You didn't oh, see that one? Ooh. Right after, right after yeah. he gets fired, it was a fire, soccer ball, and I think it was a gold net, like a soccer oh. net. Oh, yeah. So that was right after the, uh, the tweet. Now, that could have been, been Cristiano Ronaldo's free kick in the World Cup. I think it was, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was just ironic. That was you pretty know. hard. He was doing David tails where the timing is suspect. Uh, you know, yeah, was just, legit. Yeah, no, <laughs> was legit. No, Mateos was trolling, right? Mateos was trolling. But Sasha, I haven't heard anything really from Sasha. Yeah, well, was, Sasha had a little part about how we, we have to, it really wakes up the players. Really? Six games in a row doesn't, losing doesn't wake <laughs> wow, up? Like, yeah. I met Sasha person, a nice guy. Marin? Nice guy, but I was like, seriously, I didn't tweet out because I don't want to call Did you see anything about Marin? Marin didn't say Marin? anything. I think Marin was blocked everybody on Twitter, so nobody <laughs> saw it. He hasn't he, blocked me yet. Oh, he, me neither, me neither, but I, it's kind of one of those, if a tree falls in the forest, you know, does anybody hear it? Pierre, Pierre, <laughs> all of a sudden was happy in that uh, Peru video with Kaká. Yeah, which got kind of led. That was weird. Yeah, that's another thing. Was it pretty interesting? Yeah, yeah. He's not anything really. He's not an ambassador. Chris Mueller Spanish was pretty good. Yes, good job. So uh-huh. I just yeah. think I think he lost the the, the locker room. To yeah, be honest. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I absolutely think he, he finally lost the locker room, and you know they waited for the news dump on the game uh, Portugal Spain and what a great game. Well, oh, we're yeah, going to talk about a little bit about the World Cup here. We've got the last uh, about five, ten minutes here sure. to talk about the World Cup. Let's talk about it really quick. So after the first round, all the, the games have gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of surprises. Yeah, for real. Uh, a lot of surprises. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Let's go with uh, Group A, uh, especially today after Egypt is basically knocked out. Yeah, my bracket sucks. Yeah, they're, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're gone. How's yours, Chris? Pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah really? Bad. Oh, wow. So <laughs> my favorites like, are winning. Russia is heading. To the the round of sixteen, because um, there's no way Egypt's going to get six points. In Saudi Arabia, they should get beaten by Uruguay tomorrow. Um, Group B, all of a sudden, Iran is in first place with three points uh, on an own goal against Morocco. M- Morocco scored the own goal, and 
What about that Portugal-Spain game? Ronaldo, Ronaldo took Portugal yeah, yeah, on he, his back. Cleon and JJ were calling it that with the Spain dump, with about the taxes like that Ronaldo was going to go off, and he yes, did. He did. He I sure told did. You. Yeah, you guys did. And I was Champions like, no, he's going to get one goal. And they were like, nope, Don't he's going off. Don't poke the bear, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Don't poke the bear. That Champions free kick. show up, man. Yeah, My that dad was kick. heated. He was heated. I'm bothered by him. I thought he went down soft, but but the, the second goal was that was De Gea's fault. But uh, the penalty kick was legit. Obviously, it's harder than it looks. Just ask Leo Messi, and uh, that free kick was just out of this world, absurd. And it, the best thing was about Ice T's tweet. Did you see Ice T's tweet oh, about the about uh, he football said football Ronaldo? It really is oh. MF. -er. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. All right, yeah. Group C, France. Uh, was that a goal? Or was that Grinsman? Was it a PK uh, on Grinsman or Grinsman, whatever? I don't know, but Pogba, they're, they're not. That, that was giving, a goal. They, they deflected off a guy, though. They're giving it to Pogba, what, whatever. But France was lucky to get out with a win on that one. Um, did you see that one, Chris? I did, yeah. Right? Yeah. I yeah. thought it was a little lucky. A little bit. Yeah. Little I don't, bit. I'm not fearing France after that, personally. No. Uh, Denmark with three points. Uh, Peru played a heck of a match uh, against Denmark. Um, Yoshi. Let Yoshi um, take PKs, man. He should have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Baby Cuevas will be affordable for MLS now. Another, uh, another Bro, I've never been impressed by him, man. I like him. No, I know a lot of a – lot of, he's been like a big Orlando City name for yeah, like, I like her entire existence. Why don't you like him? Every I don't know. I'm not saying I don't – I dislike yeah. him, but he just – every time I watch him, I don't – I, I, I like his He passion. just looks normal to me, man. Yeah. Like, he doesn't look – I don't know. I, yeah. I don't see anything special. Uh, you know who? Uh, who know. When he plays well, I must miss it all the time or something. Yeah, there was a couple in uh, the Copa where he, he, he just has a really nice like like through balls and he, he he runs a lot. Just but he's not gonna be a, he's not gonna be like a Carlos Vela. Someone's gonna play yeah. Like if if he's we were to get him, like I don't think he would he would have made it. No, difference. no, no. He, I don't think he'll be like a superstar DP. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm with you on that. Uh, the person that surprised me a lot for Peru is Andre Carillo. Yeah, yeah I th he was all over the place. He, he played is, yeah. phenomenal, and I'm surprised. That, and I'm happy that the coach kept him there the whole 90 minutes because usually he would take him out in the 70th, 65th minute. Mm -hmm. But he he worked his butt off, and uh, so he did good. Group D, Croatia with three points, beats Nigeria 2-0. And then Iceland-Argentina, the GOAT. Oh, I'm sorry. He's not the goat. He just holds uh, on to a goat. Um, oh, Messi no. missing wow. the PK. Missy. Missy. Oh, Missy. Yeah. What are you Missy. So, Chris, where do, you, where do you fall on the Ronaldo Messi thing? Uh, Am I the only one here with pro Messi? Look, Ronaldo, I mean, look, I, I, he's the great. Tides turning, man. The he's tides great looking. Yeah. He's, he's well, got it all going, surgery. man, and he shows up. I, I, you yeah. can't hate him. It's like Tom Brady. I mean, yeah, you, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate Ronaldo. I just think Messi does a couple things better than he does, like Listen. pass the ball. Okay. And try hard the whole time. Like pass the ball. <laughs> and try hard the whole time. So, and, and I think Portugal has a system. <laughs> Where they they park the bus and then just counter and Argentina is just like let's just let's just let Messi do like, everything. So like, he's like Alexi, for sure. Like Lexi Lalas said, yeah, Ronaldo has Portugal. Yes, Messi has Argentina. This is true. Yes. So, but Portugal. Aguero, Aguero. Yeah, the 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 or whatever. Ronaldo's not there. He's there. No, he's not. He's on the World Cup. They left him off the roster. No, he's there. No, he's not, man. Yes, he is for Look, Juventus. He's not on the Argentino roster. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Then that was a big controversy. He is. I am going to look that's that up fine, right fine. now. That's fine. And he is on there. No, no. I'll tell you who the Icelandic goat is. That yeah. goalkeeper. That's for real. That guy, that is, guy is a national hero. 
as long as he lives. And he's actually I that he's, game. He's I actually think I was flying during that one. Oh, really? He's actually a go farmer. I'm just kidding. I don't know. But he might be. The, the, <laughs> the, the coach goes. is a dentist. Yeah. Know? I mean, a full-time well, dentist. But Goldie's the movie producer, right? He's the one that produced that super cool video that I sent the promotional one yep, day. that's right. That's, that's right. right. Paulo yeah, Diablo, number 21. He but was he, on there. He, he was on the bench. He didn't start. I didn't think he was on the roster. I thought that he said he left him off no. the roster because he couldn't play with Messi. No, he's on there. He, he just did He just didn't. And by the way, Messi, you know, Ronaldo scores PKs. He comes up big when a free kick. Mm-hmm. The whole scenario for Argentina was like Portugal. Yeah. Messi on the 93rd had his chance. Instead, he, he kicks it into the wall. Yeah. So beware Iceland. That's all. But Iceland, say. I know Iceland, and I, they played yeah. us in the Euro, and they showed, they showed down Ronaldo too in that game, didn't they? Yes, they what did. What did Ronaldo do in that game? He had eleven shots, no goals, and nothing. So maybe Iceland's just good. Maybe it's not a Messi Ronaldo thing. Maybe it's an Iceland thing. Actually, Throw some ice on that. Ronaldo did score, by the way, against that. them. I'm yes. sure. Remember the heel? I remember. And the old man goalkeeper. Group E, another surprise. Serbia is in first place with three points. Brazil. Brazil. Oh, Neymar. Hart. Neymar. Like and by the way, Neymar goes off uh, the training today. limping today. So uh, let's see what that goes. Yeah, is washed. he already given? Is he given up already? They're washed. They're about here. S- too much time one. working on his hair. Something I have two teams. Hey, by the way, the Portugal Iceland, uh, the Euros, it was Nani who scored. Uh, Nani who scored? Yeah, so. Oh, okay. They shut the Iceland is shut, shutting down people. They're like, but, they're the Draymond Green. But at least, of, we, uh, at, least at least, uh, <laughs> at least Portugal scored a goal. That's true. Fair enough. <laughs> like <laughs> Argentina. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and on, on top of it, Nani, who's not even in the World Cup. Yeah. Group F. Uh, oh, Costa Rica. We forgot about Costa Rica. Are they gonna? They're they're probably gonna get out, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Zero points. They lose to Serbia 1-0. Group F, Sweden, three points. And then the big upset, Germany, Mexico. Uh, That was the best game I've seen. That's the best, not necessarily the best game. That's the best uh, I've seen the team play. Mexico. Mexico Mexico. was, oh, my, they were all over him, man. Uh, And so that makes me wonder, is Germany as good as everybody thinks? I I don't think it's that. I think it's just Mexico's. Maybe Mexico's a lot better. Better than people think. I don't. I I think it's probably a little bit of both. I I think that Germany, the Cruz and uh, and Kadir are just too too slow to play like double pivot. They they played two. They were the midfielders, but they had Schweinsteiger behind them, and uh, they just had a better game plan. Juan Carlos Osorio, he cut his teeth in MLS, and Germany hadn't faced an MLS coach yet. Let me out coach Joaquim Lowe. Let me ask you: (laughs) Do they beat Sweden? They, now they definitely need to win the next two. They need to win, for sure. Because Mexico could probably beat South Korea, get six points, and yeah. they say they tie against Sweden, or yeah. if they beat them, they're well, in. Mexico's Mexico going to win a round of 16. That's what Mexico Sweden, does. Sweden now plays <laughs> South Korea, right, also. Or actually, they've got to play uh, Mexico and Germany. They get one win. They're basically in. You know, Germany, I think, needs – they definitely got to win out now, definitely, to go – on to the next round. You think so? Well, wait, we know if they get if they get four points, they four can make points. It. Mexico wins against South Korea. That's six. That's two, and then South Korea uh, is not going to get through Sweden. Germany, Sweden. It's going to be up to the Germany Sweden game. Yeah, I think it is. And, and South Korea didn't play that bad against Sweden. It'll be Volvo versus Mercedes. Uh, Group G, Belgium looked good to me also, um, but then again they played Panama, so and Tunisia, England pulls it out. <laughs> the late goal by Harry Kane. Harry yeah. Kane for so, King. Somebody, somebody mark Harry Kane. Jeez. Two tappings. And then the last group, Group H. Japan and Senegal in first place. And uh, Poland and Colombia in the 
in last place, <laughs> zero. Yeah, the Colombian one was a surprise. They I mean, that was a really them, dumb. Bro. That was a really dumb red card by uh, that dude. All right, let me ask you this: with Senegal game in the Senegal game, did you guys see the controversy about yeah. the ref bringing the guy in? Yeah. Yeah. Poland kicks the ball. Was, I don't know who it was. It's <laughs> back to the keeper and the guys. It was that, legal. That's, that's legal. It was yeah. legal. It's just it's it unfortunate. Was a, it was a bad timing. Very bad timing. It was just very yeah. bad timing. It was unfortunate. I mean, like you could do that ninety nine times and. He's only going to be on size like a couple. So basically, yeah, yeah, that, that's what the, I, I agree with Cleon. That's just like the rest of know that was going to happen. I mean, unlucky. The, yeah. the rush calling him in, and the ball hasn't even been kicked. Then yeah. they he brings him in. Then he kicks the I, ball. I'm always so a like, sucker for those those like those fun African teams. Like you know whether it was uh, Ghana before or Nigeria a couple years ago or or Ivory Coast with with uh, Drogba. So I I, I wanted I like Senegal I like to Senegal. Win. Yeah, I yeah, like Senegal. Fun. Nigeria, but Senegal definitely. I love, yeah. I love them. They, I love their. See Sane's brother. Yes, yeah, he, he was playing. He was playing yeah. uh, on like the uh, twins, defense. Bro. But uh, I love their coach. Yeah, with the dreads. Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy's the best. You should yeah. see Bermuda's. Bermuda's. Uh, speaking of dr- coaches with dreads, he's got the dreads <laughs> that are so long, like they have to put them in a bag. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's more like a giant body bag looking <laughs> thing. Like it goes halfway. Like it goes past his butt. Yeah. Have you guys seen the Morocco coach? Yowzers, man, goodness. That's nah, a handsome I man. I didn't. Well, that. we'll see you tomorrow uh, at eight o'clock in the morning. They yeah. play Portugal, and I think. Hide your wife. Uh, I think it's not going to be. It's going to be scary for Portugal. We'll see. Oh, you, you're worried about the Morocco Portugal yeah. match? I am actually worried about that match. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I ain't worried about it. No, I think you guys will be fine. Um, and then, hey, I think we played down to our level, you know, to to Morocco's level, and then we'll play down to Iran level. So uh, that's what I'm scared of. Look at Tunisia and our friendly. We tied 2-2. And Algeria would beat them 3-0. But Have you guys picked your winners in, uh, in the World Cup? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I got Portugal. Portugal? Uh, Portugal, Brazil final, or Portugal, Spain. I don't know which one it is. I'm, I've one. called Belgium yeah. from the beginning, and I'm sticking with it. Really? I have Germany. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, Whoops. Uh, it doesn't look so good. And then I changed my goalie, um, but the golden glove from Courtois to the hand. Oops. We didn't pick the, the winners for the, the games tomorrow and Saturday. What do you guys got? Uh, tomorrow we win 2-1 to one against D.C. Okay. Chris, what tomorrow, who do you have? Yeah, I, I'm going with the home team of both games. I think the attitude's better, obviously. No, we're playing no, at we're DC. We're playing at D.C. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. The home team as in our bar where we sit. Oh, okay, right I got you. The home <laughs> team. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, I think um, one, one dynamic that you can't ever predict is that player-coach interaction behind the scenes. And, you know, we don't know. Yeah. And it sounds as though there's a positive mood going forward. And uh, I think things pick up. Mm-hmm. And how about Montreal? Oh, you got a home team on both of them, Definitely. right? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I'm with Chris. Uh, I think we win both. Two to one, Montreal. Two to one. It's going to be a little cardiac cats. They, they they try a little extra hard at the end and stay focused for for Bobby and to show that that it was Christ and not just the players for that bad streak. So I'm going to be positive and say we win both. Clear? Uh oh. Um. <laughs> Let me see. When he starts going like, when he starts going, ah, let me see. I want to, uh, we probably, uh, if we lose one, if we lose a game, it's going to be tomorrow. That's the way I feel. If we lose, if we lose one of the games, it'll be, it'll be the Open Cup. You think so? Yeah, if we lose one. Mm. Um, I don't think we're losing the, I don't think we'll lose the Montreal game. I think, um, it possibly might end up a draw though. I think it'll be a win. 
Um, I'm going to go with the win. I don't want to say they're going to lose tomorrow. So I just won't say it. All right. Just <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> don't say it. Uh, I honestly think, like Chris said, you know, I think the players uh, are going to play really hard mm-hmm. and to show that it wasn't their fault. It was Christ's fault because if they lose these two next two games, people are going to start jumping on the players. Yeah, you know, sure. they're, they're, gonna, they're not going to be, hey, it wasn't Christ. It's these players. Yeah. They suck. They're horrible or something's wrong. Yeah. So I, I'm definitely, they're going to win the next two. I think so, too. Now, I got a quick question for you guys before we go. Who do you think is going to be the, the breakout player when we make this, this coaching change? Who do you think is going to, like, really turn it around the rest of the year or just catch fire? What do you think? How about you, Chris? I'm a Dom Dwyer guy, man. High energy. I mean, he's a great player, right? But, I I mean, staying healthy, Mm -hmm. high energy. He's intense. Mm -hmm. I I, I love his work ethic, and uh, I think he's the difference maker. Yeah. So he's going to take off even more. All right, cool. What do you guys think? What about you, Cleo? Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to – I don't think uh, it's going to be a breakout. I agree with him. I I agree with Chris. I I think it's just going to be Dom. I think Dom hopefully just stays a little more healthy the second half. And – Keeps doing what he's doing. You, JJ? I think Scolari is going to come off the bench and be a player coach. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think Merrim. I, I, I really think Merrim, we're going to see a different Merrim. Mm-hmm. I, I think there was friction between Merrim and Christ, even though he wanted Merrim here and they did the trade and everything. And I, and I have a feeling we're going to see a different Merrim. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to see him more roaming around mm-hmm. and be more free than what he was on that left side and being stuck on that left side. And, you know, I just think we'll see a different mirror. I'm going to cheat. Maybe, maybe not in these next two, though. Oh, you no, mean, you mean once we get a new coach? Yeah, once we get a new coach. Yeah, I think we're getting a season. pass. I think, I think everybody's get pretty much getting a pass on these next two. Yeah. You better not lose them, though. That's yeah. his like, thing. You better, yeah. There goes your pass. Let's right? a pass. Hey, if you – all right, let's, let me ask you this, Court, this hypothetical. Sure. If I tell you one of these next two games, one of these games this week coming, you – is absolutely a loss, but you get to pick where it is. Which one would you rather lose? Oh, I was going to ask you that. Oh, man. I'll do, I, I will do the Montreal. You'd you, you rather lose Montreal than, than yeah. the Open Cup to keep I, hope alive? I, I, want, I want us to go to the Champions League. I want us mm-hmm. to win the Cup. I mean, we're in the quarterfinal or in the uh, round of 16. We win this, we're in the quarterfinals. I'd rather, I'd rather you know, lose Montreal, you, bro. You'd rather lose Montreal? Montreal yeah. I'd rather lose Montreal. You'd rather do you want to win the Open Cup, too? I want to win the Open Cup. Uh, I want a good Champions League. Hey, man, as long as we're alive in it, it's, hey, it's, there's no guarantee we even make the playoffs. Um, I believe we will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I believe we will, but, but the, there's no, oh, no, there's yeah, no guarantee. Yeah, yeah. Let's put it this way. We're a lot closer to making it to the finals of this Open Cup than, yeah. than anything else. So, so a lot of people a, say. A bird in hand is worth two in the bush, bro. There I, you go. Hey. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. So there, a lot of people are saying that that you know realistically we don't have a chance to win the MLS Cup, but maybe the Open Cup. So kind of go in on that. That's kind of what you're saying. Yeah, as long as you're alive in it, I feel you should you should go all out. Yeah, I'd rather play Open Cup yeah. and win it and go in the Champions. How about League. you, Chris? Oh yeah, I would take the victory over DC United. Definitely. Really? I would. Oh. I would prefer that. Yep. Yeah, I, I. You know, my instincts were that I. I just. I just want to have an MLS win, and I want. I want a Montreal win, but. You guys are making a good point, you know. This is my this this the way I, it works for me is you lose that DC game, it's done. It's done. You don't got nothing. Like if we lose this Montreal game, the season's not done. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Great point. We possibly might drop below the line temporarily or something. In Philadelphia, but, I mean, might be you got us. you got more than half a season left to make that mm-hmm. up, man. That's like, true. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you, you lose, this, you lose this game tomorrow. You're done. Yeah, the logic's on your side. Let's be, and you know what I think? If we lose tomorrow, that press conference is going to move them from Saturday to a different day. You know, because <laughs> they're going to be. You know, like that's going to. We look good tomorrow, and we win. You know, and we're press making a D cup run, right? We're yeah. still, we're still looking for a coach. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're still, yeah, yeah. But what, what I, oh, yeah, I get you. Um, <laughs> what I mean is, if we win tomorrow, that's gonna, that's gonna just, you know, buy them more, more time and, and just more hope in the club and and the fans. Fans love the Open Cup, man. They really do. All right, well, well Alex. Huh? Uh, Maybe not in Houston. No, in Houston. Our fans I don't know if love the Open Cup because we got a good history doing and well when we're in USA. Why isn't it that we're, we're trying to host one? I don't understand. Is it bad luck since the Miami? They, they, say, it, they say it's because they were uh, trying to rejuvenate the, they did. the, the yeah. pitch. Yeah, they did resaw it. So it's ready now. Is it ready now? Turf. Huh? <laughs> they need turf. They wouldn't have that problem. Oh, there you go. You see that? Yeah. Look at that. Wait, look, look at that. If you you get it, Chris's product, and we can host all the open cup games. No hey, you let me. You let me touch the turf. You, you it's actually big awesome. sample. It's yeah. actually pretty soft. It's actually I'm really surprised. soft, guys. Yeah, yeah, for real. All right, at least some of them are back. Hey, oh, speaking yeah. of, yeah, yeah, <laughs> my wife's here too. Oh, um, how do we get that in the backyard? Oh, there <laughs> yep. you go. So you don't have to mow. I got dogs though. <laughs> we, oh, we, yeah. oh, we can do it. We do. Uh, we have a, a product called Pedigree, well, specifically for dog parks. There you go. Look at that. We're going to tag Chris's information if you guys are interested, right. and we'll have our. our I got too many pot. trees in the backyard, man. Like they, they, it's too much shade back there. It's messing up my growth. <laughs> that, that, that happens. <laughs> you guys say I mean, you didn't want to shade, or uh, you didn't want to mow the grass. You know, I don't have to because it ain't growing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, let's, let's be honest, Cleon. You got people. I, I honestly do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real quick, Alex Brown's uh, picks. Uh, he picked the uh, win for the Open Cup tomorrow, 2-0, uh, with Mueller playing well. Mm-hmm. And then he thinks Montreal two, uh, will beat. Orlando City will beat Montreal 2-1 to one at home. And good times are coming. Yeah. So Positivity here on the, the Lions Den podcast. Well, guess what, guys? It's that time. Thank you, Chris. Thank for, you guys uh, for having me. It's been stopping great. by. Hey, doors always open. Awesome. Yeah. Whenever you want to stop by. We'll see you in Atlanta. And definitely in, uh, in about a week and a half. That's we'll right. be there. Yeah. Uh, looking at the watching that big old game, Atlanta versus Orlando. Well, imagine that, guys. We get a new coach in place for that match, and we beat Atlanta in Atlanta. Ooh. Oh, oh, good times. Good times. Scalari versus Tata. Yeah, that's it. Ooh, Ooh I like it. That's actually. Oh, yeah, that's by, oh, yeah by the way. Hey, honey, I'm going to be in Atlanta like in a week, like a week and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's how I was done, fellas. Is that how it is? <laughs> That's how I was done. Uh, good. good to know. <laughs> he even picked up his britches when he said it. <laughs> Such a man. That's how it's done. <laughs> all right. And uh, for all you fans that are trolling me and Orlando uh, Lions Den uh, um, on Twitter, continue. We love it. We love the views that everybody's uh, going after. Yeah. So keep doing it. I don't care. No matter what you think, guys, this whole conversation, this national conversation that they're having about Orlando City in the news is because of what J.J. broke. So the more Atlanta season in the news, the, the better for everyone, the more attention we get. So, And that, I mean, heck, USA Today, Columbia's newspaper. Yeah. I mean, heck, even MLS. in, com, MLS. MLS com, podcast, in Spain, everything. Radio. So yeah. continue. Uh, thanks, everybody. And uh, once again, we are out. And uh, go ahead. I missed uh, the last two weeks something. Hey, so uh, no, no. Who's not here? 
Alex, Alex is in here. Alex, What's yeah. his name? Alex? Alex Brown? Alex? <laughs> yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I haven't, yeah, been, there, I haven't been there for a couple weeks. Yeah. I come yeah. in, he's not here. Yeah, he left the country, forgot us all. Yeah. Got our names. Him and his very white voice. <laughs> no Alex, no party. I got to shout out my wife who finally showed up to a, to a podcast. Did she not believe that you were doing the podcast? Is that why I, she came? I honestly think that's why she's here. Yeah, yeah. She just popped up and so, trying to surprise me. Yeah, she said our voices <laughs> don't even sound like men. No. Just <laughs> want to make sure we're guys. No. No. <laughs> yeah. So since, since, since I always shout out the Twitter girls, I have to, I have to shout her out once and give her the, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. Listen to us uh, every uh, Tuesday on the podcast. We have it at around midnight. And uh, don't forget, review us also yeah. um, on uh, iTunes. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Everything. We're Let's on go everywhere. right to five stars. Yeah, there you that's go. Right. See, Chris, you got it. Thanks again. And unless there's breaking news, we'll see you guys next week here on Orlando Lions Den podcast. Till next week. See you guys. Go city. Go city. Thanks for listening to the Orlando Lions Den podcast. Until next time, be sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook and at OrlandoLionsDen.com.